0: everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 99 Potions. Except no substitutes that go from 1 to 98. No, 99 Potions, the premier fanbite RPG podcast. I am one of your hosts, managing editor of Fanbyte.com, Stephen Strum. I am joined, as is often the case, not always the case, but usually the case, uh, by one large of head, uh, John Warren of Fanbyte.com.
1: Bonjour.
0: Wow, using that big brain to speak French at me, huh?
1: Yeah, I, I grabbed that one brain cell that knows that one French word. What's that? Hell
0: up? yeah. I used to, I took French classes once. I used to be able to, uh, I, I once spoke to a guy who I was playing Warhawk on PS3 with one time who was French. And I once was able to hold something of a conversation with him. <laughs>
1: That's like the most Stevens drama story I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, somebody
0: else who has a lot of great stories, I know, uh, is one uh, featured contributor of fanby.com, Natalie Flores.
2: Jean Warren, let me get that one brain cell, (laughs) s'il vous plaît, okay? Oui, oui. And then I got it. And then, hi, it's me.
0: (laughs) Uh, hi, Natalie. How are you doing?
2: <laughs> hi. I just needed, we share the same brain cell. So I needed to just yeah. let him know. I had to get it back. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just have to pass that uh, ball yeah, back and forth, you know? We, yeah. We yeah. play hot potato with that brain
1: cell. So,
2: yeah. You never know who's going to have it one day or the other. You never know what you're going to get with us. Uh, right. So,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, Rip, though, like we always used to say, oh, as always and now it's like as is often
1: i know right <sighs> i know wow. it was so i know it's been so weird it's been weird. a
2: weird last few weeks but, but we're it's been all good here though it's
1: been good there've been good good th- stuff like, happening. good yeah. stuff yes. but yeah just it's, busy it's nice to be back in the booth with y'all yeah. yeah, it's also
0: nice to be in the booth for the very first time with famed artist and creator of fanbyte.com's own fan bot, uh, Thymine. Hello and welcome to the program.
2: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Of course, how are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm tired, how are you guys? Tired?
3: Yeah, that <laughs> oh, is the what? most appropriate you know answer for big any same. show we do. So right.
0: Big <laughs> yeah. same, big same. Big same here, again, good tired mostly, but uh, it has been, uh, it's been a, a month, it's been two months in point of fact. I say it's been a month, we're on day two of June. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> already <laughs> been a month we're though.
1: Just not, I'm just not ready for any sort of anything that's happening this month, but I, we I can't
2: wait to relax right now, and then E3 is coming, <laughs> mm-hmm. Summer Games Fest, can't wait yeah. for some good relaxation in this June month here.
0: Everybody definitely go to fanbite.com and find Hot Games Summer, which is yeah. our uh, big uh, coverage blitz of all the different complete, lab, mostly not E3, honestly, because E3 is probably one of the least important parts of uh, of the summer uh, in terms of games <laughs> announcements. Yeah. Uh, and the announcements have already sort of kicked off as we got a little bit of uh, detail on the upcoming Dragon Quest game uh, Dragon Quest 12 we didn't get a ton of... Uh, specifics about it, but there was a, a Square Enix, I believe, held a, a held a whole thing talking about Dragon Quest as a general franchise. Uh, showed off some new announcements, made some made some things out there, made some moves, and uh, that's why we brought an expert on the franchise, uh, Thai, here with us to kind yeah. of go over what we know and what we've seen, what we hope for, what we think about Dragon Quest in general. Just kind of a you know just kind of a relaxed vibe sesh with Dragon Quest, uh, and I'm curious as we kind of always start with uh, different franchises. What's uh, everybody's Sort of familiarity with the franchise. Thai, how about you?
2: Oh, I grew up with this franchise. It's one oh, yeah. of my favorites. Yeah.
0: Awesome. What uh, What was your first Dragon Quest that you started with?
2: Uh, it was actually Dragon Warrior, which oh, is Dragon wow. Quest One.
0: Yeah.
2: But That's they renamed awesome. it to Dragon Warrior over here because of uh, IP issues.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, I don't know. Even to this day, I feel like some people don't quite know that that, like, game that they probably played, like, 20 years ago is still going and has, like, right. 12 <laughs> right. different games now. <laughs> um, and uh, I assume then you've probably played, like, games like Dragon Quest Builders and stuff like yes. that as well.
2: Yes. Oh,
0: thank God, because more people need to play Dragon oh, Quest yeah, Builders. Those, I those have games. in my
1: notes. Those games are so good. <laughs> those yeah. games are so I good. I haven't finished
2: the second one, but... It's, Me neither. For, for when I've played, it's been really fun. I've just... Been in the pit of building that I never progressed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same issue. I'm like, okay, well, I obviously need to make this little town the the most intricate place that you could possibly be. Right? Um And at the total expense of the plot or any sort of <laughs> development. So, yeah. Mm-hmm exactly yeah every time
0: i think about um uh, dragon quest builders too i just think about this one piece of fan art i saw when that game came out and it's a, a picture of like a cute little builder and they're like hurrah i've invented the bathroom and then um <laughs> tortured line of people standing outside to use the one bathroom in this town saying like that's great can we get more and she's like no <laughs> and goes off to go build something else like, uh, that's and that kind of sums up the ch- the charm of that whole franchise but you know uh, speaking of the whole franchise oh uh, john what's your experience with the whole franchise of dragon quest
1: i have a confession to make mm-hmm. i have played two of these video games i have played oh. eight and i have played 11 and that's okay um, those are good ones they are good now eight is the one that like You know, the normies first played, I feel like, you know, if I, if I can, if if I may say, um, lean back a little bit
0: and not, not address that at all. Yeah. But, but I think,
1: but I think it's true. Right. Because it got packaged with like a bunch of Final Fantasy stuff, like with demos and, and like, that was really the first, it was such a smart marketing move. I have to say, why did they do
2: that specifically for
1: A? Because I think it was the first one that I think was developed from the ground up with that 3D style, like that that very clear, like it looks and kind of feels like a more mainstream Final Fantasy game, I feel like. And so that was really like the first like foray into that full 3D. And so that's, I think, why they put all that effort into it to say... Hey, you like this other crap that we make with the Final Fantasy people? You might like this one, and I think like they were right. Like, I think a lot of people got into the franchise at eight, uh, like I did. I liked eight, um, and but you didn't
2: like it enough to play another one until no, Dragon Quest. No, well, <laughs> because
1: well, because they, they fucked around with ten, right? Like, I mm-hmm. that it, it was a game that had those MMO elements that I and we can also talk about the offline Dragon Quest ten uh, a little bit later. Um, or but do you it's mean like, nine with the elements? Cause that the 10 is the actual
0: MMO, but nine is the one that's like kinda sorta that's the DS one. Well, yeah, yeah. that's the
1: DS one. And so the fact that it was point. on DS was not, uh, I just didn't really play big RPGs on DS. So I just was like, okay, well this isn't really for me. Um, and then 10 was just an MMO and I'm like, nah, but 11 was great. And, and I thought, you know, that, that kind of got me more interested in playing, um, some of the older ones, which, hey, they're making it maybe a little bit easier to play those. Although those the older games are basically everywhere at this point. But yeah, um, yeah, that's my experience. Not a ton, but I, I do like what I've played. Right. How about you, Natalie?
2: <laughs> well, I'm um, a little known for uh, Bullying John. Not doing him whenever I can. Mm-hmm, so um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that right now and say that I've played no Dragon Quest games. <laughs> hey, what's that? Wow, yeah. I know, I'm so uncultured, but no, I have 11 and it is at the top of my backlog that I We'll be getting to now that I've finally graduated. Hello, I'm in like the middle of the second week of having graduated college. Um, <laughs> just in case anyone needed to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't stop saying it. Um, but yeah, I have it at the top of my backlog. I've heard incredible things about it. I've heard that it's very long, which is not really daunting to me just because like I grew up playing JRPGs, So like... I do appreciate a good, you know, lengthy game like that every now and then. And I think it's about time that I sort of return to that, especially since Final Fantasy XIV is going to be, you know, kind of like silent um, for the next several months until Endwalker comes out. Right. So I'm really looking forward to getting around to that one. And the only (laughs) other thing I know is that... I lost my best friend to Dragon Quest Builders for several weeks at a time.
3: Um, God, really Natalie, loves- I, don't,
1: I really wish you'd gotten to that second half of the sentence faster. <laughs> I was like, wow, wait, this taking a turn already. Oh no, yeah. oh
2: no. Night Night Potions, it's always just like <laughs> keeping you on your toes every week here at FanBite.
0: FanBite's premiere podcast about grief and, over- <laughs> and, Dragon Quest and, and defeating
2: grief. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I've lost her to dragon quest builders several weeks at a time she really loves building games so she has no interest in the series as far as i know especially because she is like strangely allergic to jrpgs she's like oh i don't play them because like you got to level up for them and that's like a lot of work but she really loves dragon quest builders so that's kind of the only thing that i know so i'm definitely the person in the room with the least amount yeah. of
1: knowledge. I I, I kind of laughed at you a few minutes ago and it's it's not that I don't believe this Natalie but I don't think there's been a franchise that's ever been on more people's to-do list than Dragon Quest that never mm. ever gets gotten to. <laughs> and I, feel, I, I have nothing to back that up but I feel like that's true. Everyone's kind of got one of those like oh yeah I know I know I should play Dragon Quest. It's fine. Um, it's on my to-do list. I'm definitely going to get around to it around the time the sun burns out and we all freeze to death. <laughs> um I, which is so weird because I think there there's I, I think there's this weird artificial barrier to entry which like it doesn't really have I, I think like I think mm-hmm. they've done a really good job of making those games pretty accessible to folks but I still feel like they haven't had the moment right like we've seen Yakuza and Monster Hunter these like moments over the past few years where us audiences are like super super about them and it's not that dragon quest 11 didn't sell well because it did but it kind of feels like that franchise hasn't had the moment here in the us like those have but i don't know i'm i'm curious to see if 12 and these other things that they announced uh change that change that narrative
0: right um, I, I'm actually kind of curious, um, if you would kind of agree with that, um, stance as somebody who has played, like, a lot of these games going back all the way to Dragon Warrior, like, do you kind of see the same stuff when you talk to your friends and other people who aren't necessarily as in deep into the franchise as you?
2: Yeah, I f- I feel like I would agree, because, um, I feel like it's very daunting for people. I think part of the problem was the IP issue. <laughs> so then, right. like, like yeah. you know, like, it was up to, I think, four where it was Dragon Warrior, and then suddenly there was a game called Dragon Quest. And, you know, part right. of it is, like, some people didn't know there mm. was a Switch. And there's, and like, at this point, there's a lot of entries into the franchise where I think it's daunting for people. Um, but, right. yeah, like, growing up with it, definitely compared to, like, something like Final Fantasy, another JRPG that's very popular, um, I definitely did see, like, people not really that into Dragon Quest, like... It wasn't until I was older that I found, like, because of the internet, like, other people that <laughs> knew the series. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's true for a lot of people, like early on, there's a, a people of a certain generation at the very least, like when you get into games and you find like, wow, there's this new thing called Kingdom Hearts. It's wild. It's got like Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy characters and Disney characters like who let that happen? And then you look online and again, people, I think, in my age, like kind of um, younger to older millennials. uh you would go on to Game Facts and you would find out like, oh, there's like 17 guides about this, and like people commenting on it. And it's like, whoa, there's a whole community of people that love these like obscure RPGs, like Kingdom Hearts that I like. And then over time they became like, you know, much bigger things. But yeah, Dragon Quest somehow still hasn't quite broken in that same way. Um again, I, I think what
2: y- it is, because like Thai said Final Fantasy is kind of in a similar position where like, if we're talking about the number of entries in the series, like, and if that's something that overwhelms people, like, I know mm. people who are like, oh, do I have to start Final Fantasy from Final Fantasy One? And I'm like, no, no, no you don't. You crucially don't. No, don't. You right. crucially really don't have <laughs> right. to. You can, every, Each one is a different story. As far as I know, like, kind of the same thing goes for Dragon Quest, right? So I wonder, I wonder my, what might be that sort of barrier to entry especially because i feel dragon quests at least its tone and its visuals seem more accessible a little bit than final fantasy
0: yeah, to a certain degree, like I, actually one of the things that like stood apart for me with Dragon Quest early on when I was younger and more of like an angsty teen was like, oh, these <laughs> games aren't these games aren't as like edgy and cool as, as <laughs> Squall. You don't get a gun blade in yeah, Dragon right. Quest. So sure, what am sure, I sure. Even doing in here? It's like right. all cartoony for kids. And over time, like that completely flipped for me. And I was just like, oh, these are incredibly cute and charming and right. nice. And They're especially Dragon Quest.
1: They're they're fairy tales. It's like that's that's such a you can boil Dragon Quest down to its elements. I think so much faster, and uh, Frankly, as I get older, I'm like, ah, yeah, like okay, that sounds like fun to me. Cool, (laughs) Uh you know,
0: (laughs) totally. Um, I do wonder sometimes, like once you get into a Dragon Quest game, there there is the length of the game, but then there's also the grind because these games are designed Mm, to be like ones where you. Engage with the random battles or, or semi random battles as they are now over and over and over again. And there's not a lot separating them because they, they've they've hewed very closely to the traditional style of like what Dragon Quest was early on. There's been minor changes here and there. And actually, apparently Dragonest, Dragon Quest 12 is going to be switching things up a bit, or at least that's what they're saying, um, by changing up the battle system and changing, and you know, being kind of a bigger departure, which makes sense to me because Dragon Quest XI feels like such a such a distillation of that whole franchise up to that point, because sure. um, it's so huge and it's so. Charming and so bright and colorful and big and dense and just feels like it's all the things that you would expect from a Dragon Quest game, just like way, way more of them. So like that seems like a clean break to then go up into 12. And I'm kind of curious, what do you think of like that sort of idea? Are you excited for the franchise to switch things up?
2: Yeah, I feel like um, with Dragon Quest, they're noted for being like the pioneers for a lot of the current RPG um, mm-hmm. Elements, mm. so I feel like Eleven was kind of like a a love letter t- of like the previous games. Yeah. So I think it's a great breakoff point for them to like yeah. you know try to be more like edgy. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like looking back at the other series, the the other installments of the series, um, they're they're always very e- experimental yet still in the Dragon Quest world. So. Part of me, like, uh, like I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, although I know a lot, like a lot of people have said that they were like worried <laughs> of like them changing like the formula, but um, yeah. because I feel like they've always been like somewhat experimental, adding things, uh, like, so, like adding various RPG elements that are now familiar, um, with other games now that I kind of trust them, like, where they oh. would be going, you know,
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. How about Natalie and John? Do you are like, as people, especially you, Natalie, as people who have not played a ton of these games or in uh, somebody's case, none of these games, (laughs) is that like something that excites you? Like, oh, there might be changing up the combat system a bit. Now that's what I want.
2: Yeah, I think that stuff is always really interesting to see. Even from, with series like Dragon Quest, you don't really, it's not that they're not on your radar. You kind of like experience it through osmosis a little, you know, if you don't experience it directly, like if you haven't played one of the games or many of the games yourself. Um, So like, at least for me, for example, I've still yet to properly get to Yakuza 7, but seeing people experience that and how they reacted to the changes in that game was honestly really fun for me and just as fun as if I were to play it myself. Like I like... I like seeing fans contend with the legacy of a series that is still popular today and what it means to evolve and in what ways a series chooses to evolve, like what it retains going forward, especially as like so many of the things that Dragon Quest, you know, sort of essentially pioneered long ago, like are now things that you can find in every JRPG. So seeing how they decided to go forward from here, I think, is something that's really always interesting to me. As someone who really likes to pay attention to fandoms and communities, I, just, I really enjoy just looking at what different communities react to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. How about you, John? Yeah, I mean I, I, I'm I'm interested to see what this franchise experiments with. I think there are things that feel untouchable to me like well Mm. one thing they've said about the announcement of 12 it's like it's gonna be for adults which like is a big red flag for (laughs) (laughs) me blades will bleed (laughs) shields will shatter yeah like that that's one of those things that like Like, what does that even um,
2: mean (laughs) i I talked
1: i talked about this with imran a little bit on on thanks for the knowledge but like um you know final fantasy 16 looks like a western rpg in a lot of ways you know this kind of like dark Grim, gritty kind of thing. And, you know, you still see some through lines of Final Fantasy in there. I would be, frankly, pretty bummed, honestly, if their other big tent pole franchise in this mm-hmm. area goes the same direction. So I kind of hope they don't do too many things that are kind of, you know, adding a lot of stuff. Like, can you imagine a Dragon Quest game without Toriyama? like you know like you know it's like there's no evidence to say that that won't happen that'll happen but like you know I'm just so curious about like what how deep how deep do the changes go because the second I don't see one of those Dragon Ball ass faces (laughs) looking at me (laughs) like uh, you know that's like such an obvious hallmark of that franchise so like how much are they going to give up and what is the purpose for changing things up like as soon as, I mean, I don't want to distill it to things like this, but like, like a lot of streamers and like thigh is one of them, like, you know, are, are into dragon quest. We, we see like Tim Rogers producing two hour love letters to <laughs> like the core elements of dragon quest. And I think like they're at the moment where the actual core elements of this might start to be really appealing to a mass audience. So it's interesting to me that now they're going, Oh, we're going to switch it up. I was like, oh, well, maybe do one or two more that have like the core elements. <laughs> but then again, we don't know about the depth of the changes. So it's all speculation at this point. But I'm I'm curious. I think there are things, especially with the battle system, I think they could do to make the game feel a little bit more modern. That would be right. useful mm-hmm. for folks. But there are other elements where I'm like, ah, I I can't see them giving up and I don't know why they would.
0: I've, and there's there's like if you want to talk about art style specifically, there's shades of Toriyama, right? Like I think Dragon sure, Quest that's true. leans a little bit towards Doctor Slump and um you could definitely go like perfect cell on this right. if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, just to have true you know your hero uh fighting a big bug man yeah um but yeah like i i kind of agree like there's there's a certain amount of charm that i like to enjoy in in Dragon Quest 11 or in Dragon Quest in general i will say at the same time because these games are so big and so large i have those experiences and I have so much of those experiences that if they do change things up a little bit I'm not going to be too upset about it because I don't feel like I have been um, shorted on the amount of that specific thing Um, and the Yakuza comparisons is really interesting because that's another franchise I love so much and it's a franchise that specifically references Dragon Quest in the new game Um, and actually gets a lot of things about Dragon Quest right that I like and would love to see going forward like enemy designs that are, are you know repeated and like fun little puns or or rhymes mm-hmm. and things like that like hammer hoods and the heel slimes and things like that like right. those sorts of things um i would love to see continue even if the the overarching plot is a little bit more serious and yakuza is a game where a lot of the side content can be very goofy and fun and a real nice breather and then the overarching plot is very heightened and dramatic and stuff like that so there, there are ways to strike a balance there too um, yeah, that that's could be true. really interesting um, how about looking instead of looking forward towards the future? How about we look at the past and look at this uh, Dragon Quest HD 2D, which I feel like some people have opinions about. Um <laughs> Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D, which is uh, HD 2D is the. I don't love that phrase. I don't think I think it's I think marketing that term is a little bit silly, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, uh, it's the it's the art style that they use in Octopath Traveler. And um, I think there's like one other game that looks like that now. It's like um, skeuomorphic sort of look to it. Um, Thy, have you played the original Dragon Quest three? It sounds like yes.
2: Oh, I've I've played it, but I never finished that one. But I would like Mm. to.
0: (laughs) Interesting. So do you like uh, from what little you did play of it? Is there like, you know, anything that stands out about three specifically that makes it seem like, oh, this is the reason that they're remaking this one this way?
2: Oh, yeah. Three is very popular because um, I think it's the one that introduces job systems,
3: ah. which mm. is
2: what like pioneered, you know, jobs and stuff and mm-hmm. RPGs. And um, also there's like you can create your I think that's the one where you can create your own characters. So It gives players a lot of um, freedom. And I I don't know. I just know a lot of people love (laughs) 3. So it makes sense that they chose 3 of the the trilogy to do. Would you say that 3 is sort of like, like if you had to pinpoint one title in Dragon Quest that was sort of the major entry point for people, would that be 3? I would think either 3 or I think 8.
1: Three or eight oh, would be got it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I for me it was it was specifically four because I remember playing four, five, and six on the DS remakes that they put out not too long ago. Um mm. so I I because I start with uh four onwards, I have not played any of three. So I'm actually excited to just experience three for the first time. But like uh Thay, have you played like Octopath Traveler? Do you have Again. any opinions about this <laughs> art style? Okay, great.
2: I actually like the art style. <laughs>
0: Cool. Yeah. <gasps> Great. I and do a too. Lot, a lot of people, a
1: lot of people do. A lot of people do. I, th- I, I think it's really interesting. I think Octopath Traveler uh is an ugly game and i'll just be honest about this. i i think i think their new game the spreadsheet manager whatever it's called spreadsheet manager 2021 or whatever the yeah, that's strategy right. one um i think that looks better and i think dragon quest 3 looks better than those so like i'll oh, say project
0: triangle strategy is triangle that what strategy. Is thank you i'm so trying much. to remember yeah
1: um Spreadshe- is it triangle strategy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the code um, name, to be clear. That's, that's the, well, you no, know, but but Octopath Traveler was also crucially the code name for Octopath Traveler. <laughs> that's so it was true. It. Yeah, um, but uh, like I, I think they are they are getting better with the style, and I think the colorful nature of Dragon Quest lends itself better to this art style. Mm-hmm. But I am not married to this art style. Like I do not. I'm not convinced yet. But I am. The more I see of it, the more I'm convinced that like a colorful whimsical like throwback like dragon quest three is like the perfect medium for this right. so i'm because it's I'm like surprisingly it. dark yeah, it's, it's it looks like sand just looks like sand just all over the place just <laughs> oh, i just mean tonally in <laughs> oh that, sure in that art
0: style like the the story sure. what you run into early on but yes yeah. <laughs> there is a <laughs> lot of sand <laughs> it's just sand john I only played know. one
1: root of no no, what, what no. Is that? i
2: was like john what does that have to do with like Darker themes in the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 not not the matter. No, right? it's it mean... like
0: John is just thinking about the like darkest character arc in any film he's ever seen. uh uh-huh. Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> how much he hates sand mm-hmm. and how it was the basis for all of the dark actions he took from that point forward. I mm-hmm. see J- John's overarching strategy here. He's using that <laughs> one brain cell on a level that we cannot comprehend. Yeah, that's, that's true.
2: beyond our plane of understanding and uh-huh. existence. <laughs> Curiously, though, like that remake of Dragon Quest 3 is apparently only coming to consoles which I think is is that weird or did that seem weird as a Dragon Quest fan because I'm Dragon Quest 11 I know that the PC version came after the console version right but that opened I think a lot of new Dragon Quest players
0: yeah, I think that I think that's odd. You definitely see, I, I feel like, especially in the RPG front and in fighting game front, you see a lot more, like, Japanese development on PCs, it, it tends to come later a lot of the time. Like, Monster Hunter always comes on PC later now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it true. does feel a little bit more ubiquitous. So I, I would actually not be surprised if this comes to PC eventually.
2: Yeah, because they were asked what hardware it would come out on, and I think that was very quickly shut down in terms of, like, getting an answer to that. So... And they're aiming for a simultaneous worldwide release, right? Which, mm-hmm. is that the first? I think I saw people saying it was the first time Dragon Quest has done that, but I'm not entirely sure.
0: I don't know. do you happen to remember?
2: I actually don't remember. I think I think it came out after Japan. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, they said they're I, sure. aiming for it, but they're not quite sure. So it seems like it's something they're setting out to do and maybe haven't done before, but maybe there are some complications there.
1: I mean, the the, the entire presentation that they did was simul-translated and simulcast in English, which like I think is most people are reading at, because Yakuza, the Yakuza team did this recently too – where they basically have announced this initiative to basically release everything all at once. Dragon quest has, I mean, as I'm just looking at it now has been one of those franchises where there are big gaps between the Japanese releases and, and us releases. So like, right. mm-hmm. if they are trying to get that, if they're trying to get into, uh, the 2020s um, and catch up with the rest of them. I think, yeah, we should probably start to see more of those simultaneous school global releases, which I think will be really cool because then it'll feel more like a, uh, like a global celebration of this, of this franchise, which I think is something that they want.
0: Right. For sure. Mm. And I, I don't actually know if, uh, does anybody remember if that one has voice acting in it? So it might like save them some localization time and like getting voice actors in the booth. Um, cause it's obviously the original three did not have voice acting, uh, 11 has voice acting, right. um, not in the 2d version though. Cause 11 also in the re-releases that they did the definitive, uh, edition or S definitive S or something like that. It's got some long name. Um, the one that came out on switch and later PC and then later as an update to the uh, PS4, I think, um, they did a 2d version demake quote unquote of um, Dragon Quest 11 that looks great already it is in the more traditional style but there's no voice acting in that one Um, Mm. and it's kind of interesting to see them going into a different form for that voice acting for 3 HD 2D seems unconfirmed says Jordan okay interesting Mm. wow I'm actually curious, um, like, how do you feel, how does everybody, I mean, uh, John and uh, Thigh specifically, because Eleven is the big one with, like, a lot of voice acting that is most recent, but, like, uh, how do you feel about, like, the tone of Dragon Quest, like, with voice acting? Is it a game, I know there are definitely some games where people prefer to just be able to put their own voices in their heads on the characters and stuff like that, or do you think that presentation is, like, you know, better served with actual human uh, voices in the game?
2: I personally loved it because I don't like reading
0: Great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what that's a mood big that's
2: a mood big. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that answer. I love it because I don't like reading.
1: It's just so. It's just so honest. I it's like. So I, honest, I, yeah. Like I, I. I think I don't know. Maybe Natalie or I would have kind of lied about that or been like, you know.
2: Oh yeah. You know, we don't really? Get and John the right- would have used <coughs> our one brain cell yeah. like to bullshit our way around. Yeah, what? we
1: really don't uh-huh. really get the sense of a care. And really, the real answer is too many words in a row make me sleep. So right. <laughs> I,
0: just, I like to listen.
1: So, Mm -hmm. well,
0: I like reading, but I thought the voice acting (laughs) in 11 was good. Steven,
2: what are you, a loser? Like, who likes reading?
0: (laughs) wow. Natalie pushing books out of my hands in the hallway of high school.
2: (laughs) I'm like half your high and then like stepping you in the locker.
0: (laughs) You just point at the locker and tell me to get in there. (laughs) Oh boy! Yeah, no, I uh, I honestly liked the the voice acting, the English voice acting. At least I did not uh, experience the Japanese voice acting in Eleven, but I I thought like Eric was like a really really well voiced acted character, and I thought it added a lot to it was it added a lot that was a little bit strange in some points. Um, I think it added a lot to like these sort of uh each chapter of Dragon Quest Eleven is basically its own little fairy tale. There's like the the city where everyone speaks in haikus. There's the city where it's like all about mermaids and they they always speak in rhyme and and fun stuff like that. It does get a little bit weird with like they're supposed to be very clearly like different cultures or whatever, but everybody dresses like they are um like background characters in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, but, um, I mean
1: yeah. I I, I like I like I actually thought the voice acting in 8 all the way back in 8 was pretty good. Like I thought they've done sure. a pretty good job with that. Uh, with that franchise with, like, big, colorful characters. Like, I think they've yeah, a pretty good Yeah, big, zone,
0: colorful though. characters, isn't it? Oh, it's right, yeah. the acting a Dragon Quest Eight. Everybody sounds great. <laughs> I, need I, I, oh, I, I thought
1: characters. it was charming. Listen, I think it's charming. Oh, yeah,
0: it's the most charming I've ever been. <laughs> drawn okay, it's the well, most charmed well, I've ever been by no a video show. game,
1: okay.
0: Right? okay. Go on down over to, the, okay. to George's party for, uh, for a hot meat pie.
1: Okay, <laughs> we get it.
2: Steven, have you ever considered voice acting like as a Ah! thing or like, I
1: don't know if I've asked
2: you that before in private or on the podcast.
0: I literally can't tell if this is a bit or not, Natalie, because I've told other people at fanbyte.com that I uh, actually did uh, want to be a voice actor for a very long time um, when I was younger. Oh my gosh.
2: No, I, I swear not a bit. Um. just my hag brain of anything because like <laughs> you're just so good
0: at it yeah well I mean obviously I didn't quite get the role for um the little uh cockney thug in dragon quest 8 but I you know I gave it my best audition and they they were all very impressed and they decided to go a different direction but um oh, you know mate, I still have it in my back on pocket you.
2: they oh, yeah,
0: lost yeah. on you yeah you regret it till they day I knew it can't. I
2: it's such a shame isn't it
1: I can't fucking believe Natalie's English accent has made it into like four of these episodes. It's Natalie. There's nothing in this world you'll do worse. Final Fantasy
2: Twelve sucks, mates. Eh? (laughs) It's
1: trash, isn't it? Just a bunch of baloney. I mean, there's nothing in the world you could ever do worse than that accent. At least you know that. Like, like you can get things right. off of a high uh, shelf better than you could do an English accent. <laughs> Just picturing Natalie trying to open a pickle jar while oh, making that voice is like, oh, this is really John. hard
0: for me. you a
2: bit of a wanker, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thay, I'm so oh, sorry that yeah, you don't hear us. Yeah, so sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs> so, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Thyme. It's, it's quite troubling.
1: Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's like my ears are, ble- my ears are bleeding. My hey, headphones John, are filling Warren, with blood. Hey, John watch
2: it. I'm gonna uh, stuff you in the locker if you keep saying that.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway.
2: No. <laughs> anyway I don't clearly, I go should after that, i am totally lost it. I should not be asked to voice act in Dragon Quest anyways. <laughs> <We're moving on.
0: laughs> probably won't be an issue natalie i think you're safe um, uh i hope we however are not safe from i don't think there was any news about like any new dragon quest builders 2 content at this uh most recent i want to call it a direct that's not what they're called this isn't a nintendo thing this is it, uh it was called uh, just a dragon quest live stream i believe oh okay um but there was no Dragon Quest Builders news and I'm kind of a little bit uh, bummed about that because yeah. I love those games so much and would love to have a sequel and I don't know how the previous one sold honestly um I don't know if anybody's got any kind of idea on that one but um I feel like those are you John you talked about like games uh that people put in their backlog and I feel like Dragon Quest Builders is in a very similar s- space where it's like everybody who plays the Builders games absolutely sings their praises and then so many people don't believe them they're like oh yeah sure that looks great this looks cute or whatever but then, like right. mode, legitimately those games are incredible right
1: yeah no they're they're great i yeah i wish we had more news about those um, yeah. but uh yeah nothing so far i mean if you want a match three mobile game they announced that <laughs> um but right yeah nothing, yeah nothing about dragon dragon quest builders
0: Yes. Hi, are you uh are you excited does your dragon quest love extend to playing a match three
1: mobile game
2: yes when i saw yeah. when i saw kashi kashi i was like oh boy this is really cute
1: yeah Hell yeah i mean they've got the style it's just oozes you know all the iconography and everything i mean it's great yeah
0: yeah no it's actually like a surprisingly good fit and i do love a good match three honestly like a sure. uh, long time puzzle quest player here so uh, do we know what's the, what do we, uh, I'm, I keep asking questions as if we have any of this in our notes anywhere, instead of just like <laughs> making Jordo answer questions, which Jordo did put out that, uh, by August 2019, the game Dragon Quest Builders 2 had shipped 1.1 million copies worldwide. And I was going to ask, what's the release date on that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> match three game that I was going to be like, well, now I have to just kill time until Jordan can find that again. So I should stop <laughs> doing that.
2: <laughs> is that a lot? Like, is that no, a
0: lot No, it, it's... Sold? It's not a ton of copies, but also that's from August 2019. It's been two years since then. Um And at the same time, I bet the budget on that game wasn't super high either, so it probably made its money back.
2: Yeah, that's what I was wondering, because, like, you wouldn't look at that number and think it's, like, a huge amount, but I imagine the development cost wasn't super high, but no, no yeah, no. August 2019. It's been five years since then, canonically, so...
0: But circling back to the idea of things that we wished we had more of, I'm kind of curious like what everybody would like out of uh the Dragon Quest going forward. Like what, what what's your like dr- A, what's your like dream feature for Dragon Quest uh 12? And like what's your dream Dragon Quest like game for them to make, like a spin-off or something like that? They're, they're, Cause <laughs> they have made so many at this point.
2: I just want another Dragon Quest uh Rocket Slime over here. Rocket Slime!
0: <laughs> yes!
2: It's <laughs> my favorite series. Well, my favorite branch off of the series.
0: <laughs> right. Do you want to explain for people who might not know what those yeah, games are? I have no are?
2: idea what this oh is. And it, we have like a bullet point here dedicated to their slime in this one. so <laughs> I
1: you know. Yeah, we need, we need to talk about slime. So, yeah. yeah,
2: slimes. Slimes are like the iconic uh, mascot of Dragon Quest. And there was a spinoff called Rocket Slime, where you play as a slime in its own like kind of JRPG. And there's like um, you fight with tanks and stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh it's God. a it's really cute like um we only got the first one on in the west and it's a really cute pixel art and you get an adventure as a slime trying to save his little kingdom it's called slimenia um <laughs> and you get to go around with your friends and you use tanks to fight the enemies it's a it's a fun time
0: <laughs> yeah it's oh, like it's uh, this
2: little blue dude
0: Oh yeah, and Natalie. Oh, you've never played a Dragon Quest. So do you know that like these about no, these characters like the slimes? I did cuz
2: I've I've seen this around and I just assumed it was like a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Um, this is devastating news. This is devastating. devastating
2: news. Like I should be fired from this podcast. <laughs> and now I'm looking him up and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's that little dude." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Natalie assumed they were making a fucking uh that Square Enix was making a Switch Pro controller uh based on the Smurfs franchise. <laughs> I think Smurfs. everyone
2: used it as a reaction image the other day on Twitter and I was oh. like, what is that? Oh like, is Santa Smurfs? <laughs>
1: Oh my God. This Everyone is into
2: um, I need
0: to sit down after that. Yeah, what a, what <laughs> like, a revelation. If I wasn't already.
2: Y'all, I've just, I, this is my charity work. Like now anyone who comes on the podcast, you don't gotta worry. Like I set the bar for like <laughs> singular brain cell <laughs> energy. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, right. so I thought that was a smurf. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to know well, that's not the case. <laughs>
0: Well, uh speaking of the Smurf, uh what do you think like what what is it about like um Rocket slime that you think like uh, is a really appealing and like what would make it work in the modern day at this point? Like what what is, what kind of niche is it filling, I suppose? Mm. Uh, that that's I sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like I feel like um with any of the spin-offs, it obviously is like focusing on already established Dragon Quest fans, but because mm. of like the style, I think it's more for um, aimed at the younger audience. Oh, sure, mm. yeah.
0: And if they are going if they're skewing more like mature and more adult oriented in Dragon Quest 12, actually like having those two things side by side would actually probably be really nice.
2: Mm. Oh yeah,
3: true, like, yeah.
0: To, um, for sure. How about, uh, how about, uh, you both? Like, what's the, what's the kind of spinoff that you would need? What's the, cr- Natalie, what's the kind of crossover? Mm-hmm. What would Dragon Quest need to do to get you to play a <laughs> Dragon Quest spinoff right now?
2: Honestly, it sounds, it sounds so silly, but, um, <laughs> more gay people. <laughs> Cause like <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Quest, I'm not even sure if that character is queer. I think his name starts with an S. In Dragon Quest Eleven.
0: In Dragon Quest Eleven, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. Yes, I'm, what,
2: what his is his name? Is. I I don't remember.
0: He's um, definitely like, uh, yeah, for like sure, queer coded, like yeah, like queer
2: coded. I'm not sure he's actually queer, but he is queer coded, and so the combination of him and this one character in Dragon Quest Eleven that has like she's blonde and very small and has pigtails, and all mm-hmm. my friends tell me that I that I have her energy because she's apparently <laughs> like a brat
3: yeah um
2: <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, if, yes, yes, Veronica, yes, um, so that combination is honestly really appealing to me. um, it does sound silly to say like I want more queer characters, but honestly, like just that character alone, I'm like, oh. Uh, that's why I put him Silvando. yeah,
3: Silvando. so I, yeah. that's why
2: I put Dragon Quest Eleven on my backlog. It's really because of him, um just because I'm interested. And from what I saw of my friends discussing the game, because I do have a lot of friends who love Dragon Quest Eleven. um they've said he's a pretty great character. And so for me, those like colorful casts of characters will always remain intriguing. Um I don't like I don't know what I would want from or like what I would essentially demand from dragon quest so that I specifically would pay attention to it because I already do plan to it's just a matter of acknowledging that my backlog was not something I could really tackle all that much until now and also that dragon quest 11 is a long game so I'm sort of like mentally preparing for that um and I want to make sure that I'm in the right hat space to play that type of game. Um, but I I don't know. Like, I I would just love to see more characters like that that really stand out from the usual archetypes. I I think that's a—even if he is not queer, that he is queer-coded, I think is really lovely and interesting. And if the character's written well, I'm not sure if he is. Y'all can provide more insight on that, but—
0: yeah, Zavando is very fun. He's like a he's like a um sort of uh what's his name from The Princess Bride? Um the like You Killed My Father
1: guy. Diego Montoya. Diego Montoya. Yeah. He
0: he's very much in that vibe of like kind of like a, a suave, smarmy swordsman um who uh the, the arc of that character, minor spoilers for like a character beat in um Dragon Quest 11 is that basically like they very much go for the like like even though that that game is just not the uh, I feel like the tonally... Dragon Quest is not like at the at the place where it wants to like go that dark or, or did not want to go that dark where he's like estranged and like kicked out of his house for being gay. But um, it is very much like do, telling that style of story where he basically has like run away from home. He's like the uh, son of a noble who um, basically doesn't approve of his lifestyle, which is he is incredibly flamboyant and dresses uh. up in like big giant um, like feathers and uh, stuff like that all the time. And they just they don't really go into the specific of, like, what about his lifestyle that his father didn't like, but it's that and or at least what he perceived his father as not liking and then there's a reconciliation there between him and his father partway through the game um, as they need to, like, get his dad on their side to help um, save the world and... <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he's got like an ultimate move with you where um, he gets you to dress up the same way that you, uh, he does. And then you lead an army of also queer coded men in like a giant parade that stampedes over your enemies (laughs) as like a super attack.
2: And it doesn't feel like, you know, like played up for completely for laughs or anything like that. Like insensitive or anything.
0: I don't think so because like, he's never, he's never presented as incompetent. He's always presented as actually like an extremely like, the, the 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 goof is kind of like ever like he is at, at first people like don't realize that he like you know he's just kind of comes out of nowhere and people are like who's this fucking clown and then like he just immediately kicks everybody's ass and he's like one of your best like actual swordsman type characters and they never really go in that direction i don't feel like maybe thigh maybe you disagree or john maybe you disagree
2: i wish i was more like thigh because like why well, i do generally feel that way, like everything that I said, I genuinely mean it. My answer really just boils down to that I want more gay people in video <laughs> games. <laughs> and if it was by answering that question, she would have been very honest about it <laughs> and direct to the point where I was like, um, well, I just wanna see you know, all these queer characters
1: yeah do not I d I don't I don't know. I mean, like I, I don't know. I don't I still don't think any I don't think Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest have like nailed that, honestly. No, no, but no. no. In, they haven't gone no, there. No, no, nor nor do they nor do they I think care, frankly. Um, um which is another conversation. Um, but, yeah. like, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, Final Fantasy 15
0: honestly probably gets as close as they, they yeah. have with like the, like the whole scene very early on in that game where they all go to like a big beach resort. And like, there's a big long conversation between the, the car boys where they're like, just talking about <laughs> how Cowboys. like you get to like, we, Oh man, this place is so romantic. And then like one of them is like, yeah. And you get to spend it all here with us. And was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like just talking about how they right. all get to just hang out together. Uh sure. at this incredibly romantic beach.
2: <laughs> or five yeah. or Steven Final Fantasy Fourteen with like the end of the Eden raid. Do you agree?
0: Oh yeah, like yeah. I mean those two characters literally hold hands. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. in the art and stuff. okay um, anyway,
2: Detour, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Fourteen is also a special case because they have specifically gone on record and said that they don't want to include too much romance directly because they want to like basically like leave the door open for fanfic and uh yeah. um, um relationship and stuff like
1: that so yeah uh I, to it there have been a lot of questions floated here i would say the the, <laughs> w- the one crossover i would love to see and this is such a cheap answer but like i would i would just love to see a square enix uh kart racer you know with like <laughs> uh, you know, with, uh with you know little you, you drive Your around mind. in a go-kart and slime uh i don't know um, Oh, you're
2: so smart john
1: and, well, yeah, no, I know, I know, I'm super smart, but oh my like, God. I, I
2: hadn't thought about that. That, but was I, so,
1: yeah, yeah, there's there's such a rich like group of things to pull through, f- pull yeah. from, and it's like when Sega did their Sega Racing All Stars, which are by the way like good video games, actually. Hmm. Oh um, yeah, 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 Sonic and uh, All Stars
0: Racing Transformed. Y- it, yeah, yeah it's like, like legitimately legitimately those are really, 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 good.
1: really, really good, and they're also just really fun because they're just a who's who of uh of uh sega history and i think like square Enix could do that really well and also introduce people to a lot of the cool designs and vibes of the dragon quest series if uh if you know it's too daunting to get into a big beefy rpg although they're very good rpgs and i think people should play them more in my opinion
0: totally yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thai, how about you anything um that you would specifically love to see going forward um, oh, I suppose I I said uh, in terms of like the the spinoff, obviously, but like I mean in in the in the franchise, um, like in twelve.
2: In twelve, hmm. I don't I don't know because I guess, I guess I'm one of those people who is usually very happy with what they give me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So. laughs> so, you no, know, everybody's so got trust- one of those franchises.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I guess I trust their direction and we'll see at the end if it's good.
0: <laughs> what if yeah. they added a new type of slime?
2: They've Whoa. added a bunch of new slimes throughout the years.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. So. What's the coolest slime? Yeah. What's the best slime? Yeah, can we talk about slime for like five minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Best slime, I think, is the the classic. The classic, the classic slime. slime. Classic. Okay,
0: just that big old gummy bear gusher. Mm-hmm. Take a big bite <laughs> out of that boy.
1: Five. Um, did you ever play Skies of Arcadia? No. Okay. They they invented an enemy type that is uh, absolutely supposed to be a slime, but it just looks like a floating tadpole. Um <laughs> with the, with an inner with an inner tube, but they're at ab- they're absolutely evoking the slime thing, and there are a bunch of different there's like metal metal tadpoles and green ones and whatever, and there's they're definitely supposed to be slimes, but they're <laughs> there is no substitute for the original IMO. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Um I'm looking at Google Images, and there's there's just so much like so much is happening here. There are slime like face masks. There are slime. Oh yeah. Like, right. Curry rice. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm looking at a meme of someone holding like a gun to slime's head. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: I, 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 wait. <laughs> Only Natalie we, would fucking
1: can find we, can that. Can we <laughs> go back a second and stop? right there what do, There's a uh, slime could,
2: backpack um, no no no. No, Natalie.
1: no no i need some details about the gun wait, let me.
2: all oh, right yes wait okay wait let me see if i can put it in the chat like i'm just going through these images and seeing what the peoples be saying about slime um
0: <laughs> thank you for sharing the g- image of the slime with a gun to its head of who framed roger rabbit ass revolver as the yeah, slime smiles it, like yeah doing yeah. you coward
1: yeah <laughs> just, yeah i'm but- sure if
2: you put let me let me test it if you Google dragon quest slime gun, it's the first image.
1: It's the first image. It's yeah, the first yeah, yeah. image in so case you go need to check know that out.
2: what image we are talking about.
1: I just love the slime design. It's just so simple. Um, it, it and if you've never seen one folks that you can, you can Google it obviously, but it, it just looks like a curling stone really. <laughs> um, and, but it's got a face on it. Uh, it's so sc- cute. It's
2: everything like a mascot needs—just yeah. simple design, accessible, and really adorable and
1: really have- malleable. Do you have a Do you have a favorite Dragon Quest like main entry game? Uh, do I? Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh, like, which one would you recommend? For me and John to play if we haven't already. Oh, at this point, I think eleven is a good starting point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's good yeah. on its own. Yeah, um, yeah, and like you don't need any prior knowledge of the other games, okay. even though like it's connected, but you don't need it going in.
1: Yeah, but can he, we can we talk about that for a second? Because I do. I we we were talking earlier about how like Final Fantasy has these you know independent entries and you can really start from whatever. And Dragon Quest, I would still argue, is roughly the same, but I would say both franchises are actually starting to become more connected between the entries. Like obviously with 14 and not getting in the spoiler territory, there's this kind of like suggestion of these connected kind of universes in the in whatever. Dragon Quest deals directly with like descendants of other characters, correct? Yes. Okay. So when getting into the franchise, should folks worry about that so much or just kind of like put that in their pocket and not worry about it so much?
2: I feel people can just like put in their pocket and not worry. Like you can go into any game to be honest because they are like standalone themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you do like want to go into the deeper pit there are connections to like previous ones like the first three are like a trilogy because they're like
0: right connected
2: um and then i think it's four through six that are their own trilogy
0: Um, yeah they're kind of they they don't like directly follow each other in terms of story but they have like a lot of thematic connections yeah
2: is 11 oh sorry go ahead um, but but yeah i was just gonna say um (laughs) i feel like people can just jump into any regardless
0: I would say maybe don't. I mean, at this point it's kind of hard to start with 9 because they I don't think they've really re-released it in any capacity, but 9, um, maybe don't start with that because it's not the greatest um, example of like what Dragon Quest is because it is so, it was meant to be a game that you took with you like on street pass and played multiplayer with people in mm. weird ways, so it's like the characters are, it's very combat focused and there's not a lot of character to it in the same way that like you have like a a big party of, of speaking characters for all your friends and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, I know they put out that 3DS remake of uh, 8 as well, which is probably an, a decent place to get it. Oh, man, the three the Dragon Quest 3 thing does really make me hope that they start putting out a lot of those, like the, the old DS remakes and the um, 8 remake and the 7 remake on Switch. That'd be really yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: that would be nice. Yeah. And though it's the one that you would recommend for people to jump in with, is 11 your personal favorite you would say or is there another one that you love the most? I don't know cuz they all they all have like very specific um I don't know they all have their own thing they bring to the table so I guess it's hard mm-hmm. for me to choose.
0: Sure, sure. It sounds like you know the series so inside and out that you can pick out like the specific little differences and appreciate mm-hmm. different things in each one.
2: Yeah. I think that's why I like Dragon Quest so much is like they, like I was saying earlier, that they kind of are very similar in the same formula, but slightly different. Like they changed it up slightly, but it's still um, very much a Dragon Quest game. And I like that they could change a little, but still make something good, you know, which is why I have hope for 12. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's yeah, awesome. Makes, like that sense. is one of the things that has always stood out to me about Dragon Quest is like Dragon Quest is such good like it's never so similar that you get tired of it. But at the same time, it makes like really great comfort food as like yeah. a JRPGs go like sure. Because it is so familiar, so ch- so light and fluffy, and so charming, and at the same time, like just different enough. And then at the same time, the gameplay is just like you know, it's it's challenging sometimes, but it's not like overbearing either. It's like you know, you you grind out, and you'll always get stronger, and you'll always be able to move on. There's no weird stuff to worry about, like sphere grids or anything like that. It's just like continue to play, and you'll and you'll get through it. Um, oh, I, that's kind of grid. what
1: I like. I love the sphere grid, but yeah. I, hey, I, I love the sphere grid, but I'm just it's talking dying, about the It's daunting, just just though. I don't know. I agree with you. It's daunting. Yeah. Still
2: well, worse than the Gambit system or whatever. Hey, you know what?
1: Oh, hey, you know what? You know what, Ty? Do you like Do you like the Final Fantasy series as well? I do. Did, how do you feel about 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, 12 is actually the one of the ones I haven't played, and 15 is the other one I haven't played. <laughs>
1: Okay, keep it okay. that
2: way. Okay. okay.
1: Well, okay. Keep well, it that way. Literally uh, the
2: two that you should
1: keep okay. it
2: that way.
3: You
0: not I should play, play
1: 12. That. 12 is incredible. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree. You shouldn't 15 play 15. 12, There's no point just... of playing 15. But, uh, God, I can't believe you gave the. It's like a coached answer from Natalie. I can't believe <laughs> Natalie pulled out the slime gun before this. And, uh, I, I was like, listen, they're going to eventually come around to Final Fantasy
0: XII. They always fucking do. You now what's good for you, you're going to say you've never heard of it. I was
2: actually telepathically sending Thigh vibes. Just like, please don't say 12 is my favorite. Please don't say 12 is my favorite. Because I get Unbelievable. on enough for it. But keep it that way. Thigh, you have fantastic taste (laughs) keep it that way don't play 12 don't play 15
0: i do love this new bit we're going to have to do from now on is besides our actual other bit that we do at the end of every episode our new bit is just going to be asking every single guest we have on have
1: you played 12 (laughs) i don't (laughs) want to give
2: it that level of air
1: (laughs) yeah i think we got to do it that's got to be our new like litmus test at the end of every episode right Um, right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, no, I appreciate. It. What What is your favorite Final Fantasy game? I'm just curious.
2: Uh, I want to say I don't know. When I was young, I really loved Ten, so I want to say that's yeah. hmm. all. Oh my God, really by good. your taste is just <laughs> impeccable. Yeah,
1: Ten's really good. 10's is really really great. good. Yeah, 10's is my great. favorite. Mm. <laughs> oh, Natalie, you change what your favorite is every week.
2: What? Oh, when okay, I- okay. <laughs>
1: What happened I was Final Fantasy 13, I you, Natalie. Was, that might I be it was thing.
2: It's ten and nine. Okay, okay, listen. Okay. I am on a plane of existence <laughs> that you must, you know, understand. Okay. Ten is my subjective favorite. But if I had to pick a more objective favorite that I think is truly the best Final Fantasy, it's nine. But on an emotional level, nine and ten are pretty much equally tied, and then fourteen is also like in there, um, so it's kind of a mess, but, yeah. And
3: I you know like
0: 13, but
2: I'm perfectly happy with the, you know admitting its flaws. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, fair
0: enough. Well, I won't admit a single flaw in this podcast because it is perfect every week. Thank you all for listening to such a great show, though I can't really blame you. Uh, so we're gonna probably wrap it up on that one, and, yeah. um, uh, Where can people follow you or find you on online on Twitch, Twitter, anything like that?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at pom pom thymine, and uh, Instagram on thymine and Twitch on thymine
0: Awesome, and that's T H uh, Y M I N E for thymine, right? Yes. Uh, where can people find you, Natalie?
2: Uh, at Hardy that's heart I M E C I A. Crucially Not a Final Fantasy XII reference. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh how about you, John?
1: Uh you can find me over at uh wow, I I I just I said over like i live in <laughs> East Philadelphia. Over. <laughs> over. <Yeah. laughs> over. Um, All you night. Can find me, uh,
2: you can find me. him over on Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find me over at Twitter at Floppy Adult.
2: <clears throat> and that's floppy adult, mates. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're <laughs> a
0: floppy adult over there. He's going to cast all the
1: strongest magics he's
0: got. To, well, the moment you get over.
1: The, around, the, dude, the get, blood that loss bottle, from my ears. I have you to go blood. to the no, doctor. No,
0: but Stephen is
2: doing such a right, great he'll job. He'll slime your
0: way. Oh, that's it's true. great stuff. Great stuff, in Well, it? great stuff. <laughs> uh. Right? And you can follow me on Twitter at at Stevenstrom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. You can also follow FanBite Media on Twitter at, at fanbite Media. Of course, you can also go to fanbite.com slash podcast for all of our great podcasts or just fanbite.com to read all of the great stuff we write. We have a lot of it out there today, especially in the coming months as we go through hot game summer. Um, thank, you thank you to
2: you- our producer, Jordan Mallory.
0: Jordan I was getting Mallory. to that, Natalie. <laughs> oh! Wow. 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 Natalie got to step in here. We to just, talk about you know. Na- we just Natalie came in
2: Jordo and- so much that like earlier, I think you jumped to just praise Jordo when that wasn't God. even like the point. And Natalie did it. I, can't, I yeah.
1: can't believe Natalie just took out Stephen's knees like Nancy Kerrigan. This is just <laughs> awful. <laughs>
0: Anyway, that's a reference. That's a <laughs> Natalie re- was definitely yeah.
1: not alive when that security yeah, that's was a re- that's on. a reference for four of our fans who are <laughs> who are. And you know what? Don't forget to take your back pills today if you mm-hmm, got that reference. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway um yeah if you love yuri on ice go google uh nancy kerrigan uh that, there <laughs> bridging the gap between the, uh, the two fandoms for everybody. oh shit sure. really let me do that no 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 no
1: okay i mean
0: you can it's not like bad or anything like i mean it's okay. bad but it's not like bad anyway okay it's bad but it's not like bad fanbite.com slash podcasts <laughs> uh twitch.tv slash fanbite uh you can go to all that shit <laughs> click on our <her> stuff, <laughs> i guess uh, and uh you know we should probably uh round out this episode by uh taking the the oh, kind, God, kind my... of taking a trip over to the, the to the slime bar you might say grabbing ourselves one of those little one of those little gooey guys oh taking no, so a big old sorry sip
3: if I... So, and
0: apologize so ahead of time this because anyway. we have such a lovely guest this week. We're going to apologize for it ahead of time instead of off the recording like we usually do. So uh, <laughs> we're sorry. Thank you for listening. And.